I can't believe my eyes. That was the reaction of one witness who managed to escape as gunfire rang out at two mosques in New Zealand during Friday afternoon prayers. Now, here's what we know at this hour about what is the worst mass shooting in New Zealand history. We have 49 that are confirmed dead at both those mosques. Another 48 from children all the way to adults in hospital being treated for gunshot wounds. And there's reportedly four suspects, three men and one woman who have been taken into custody. We do have reports that one of those has been released and police say that they are not currently looking for any further suspects. Here is a Jerry Brownlee. He is a member of the New Zealand Defense Ministry. He lives in Christchurch, where those two mosques were located where the shootings happened. Here's what he had to say about the effect it's having on his country. Uh, we're a relatively small population, and while we are uh, ethnically quite diverse, uh, we, we live very peaceable lives. And this has, uh, as many have said, kind of shattered our innocence in a way. Now, there are also unverified reports that one of the shooters actually live-streamed the attack on Facebook for as long as 17 minutes. And here to discuss that part of the story is Global News Radio 640 Toronto tech expert Adam Oldfield. He joins us this afternoon. Adam, really appreciate the time. Thanks so much. My pleasure. My pleasure. All right, let's start off with uh, Facebook's Director of Policy in New Zealand. They issued this statement that read in part, quote, New Zealand police alerted us to a video on Facebook shortly after the live stream commenced, and we quickly removed both the shooter's Facebook and Instagram accounts and the video. Adam, is it surprising to you that police apparently had to tell Facebook that this was happening and to get them to take it down? Yes, absolutely. And part of it is, as we've seen with what Facebook's struggling with over the last few months in regards to how they're monitoring and trying to deal with their issues, whether it's, uh, you know, comments, hate, hate uh, speech, uh, or as we now see violence, graphic violence and terrorist content that is being obviously uh, broadcasted. The limitations and when Facebook launched their live streaming came with some obviously uh, pre-notions that when we agreed to the terms and conditions that we would not be using this medium for anything of that graphic, uh, creating that hate, as I mentioned, nudity for that matter. And we've seen that Facebook has had its problems in regards to trying to deal with many multiple challenges with respects to policies of privacy and, and access to uh, screening our facial recognition and, and then clicking and linking it with other uh, uh, files or photos that they have online. Facebook has billions of users. Out of billions of users, they have actively 850 million active users every hour. That's, that's unheard of when you think of when you say a situation in New Zealand is, is broadcasting this horrendous event. And what is Facebook supposed to do about it? Well, first, they've opened the channels to think that 99% of us are going to use it in a more lively, happy, supportive, we all live this wonderful utopian world. The reality is that people can use this as a medium for broadcasting their hate, for obviously their, 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 their challenges, their revenge for that matter. In fact, just this morning, Facebook announced that they've got a new augmented uh, artificial intelligence that is going to be able to monitor uh, revenge porn, where people have posted in X relationships 
some of the uh, photographs that would maybe exploit someone. Um, I think that's a photograph, though. And, Jeff, this is the part which is where I think Facebook is working on it, and they do have the capability with the artificial intelligence, as we've seen with YouTube, is having the same situation. And don't be surprised if YouTube doesn't also have this issue in the near future with YouTube Live. Mm -hmm. these, these, are these are issues that have to be addressed. And how are they going to do it? Well, you know, that's a great question. Sorry to interrupt, Adam, but I wanted to ask you because we've heard this from Facebook time and time again, because sadly, this is not the first time this sort of thing has happened. And basically, the response is that uh, we rely on users to, to monitor the site and to help us. And that basically, to your point, we're just too big. We're too vast that we can't monitor everything that's going on on our site. And, you know, when I saw that they were going to start live streaming video, as a broadcaster, I know my antenna went up because, you know, we have a broadcast license and something we have to maintain and be accountable for. But uh, Facebook doesn't play by those uh, same rules. And is there any way to make Facebook and other social media that live streams uh, video from their users? Is there any way to make them more accountable? Well, the way to make them accountable is they're going to have, have to come up with an algorithm within their artificial intelligence software to be able to monitor when, when uh, broadcasts are uh, out, of, out of sorts, if we shall say, whether it's a pornographic side, a terrorist action, graphic violence, otherwise. We don't have that yet. What we have right now is they're able to go through photos. We've seen that with retinal scans, and they could take sort of a photo and, and mask it. I mean, we have that with our technology with smartphones. They don't have the full capability yet, the same as YouTube. They can do it if the broadcast is already uh, recorded, and they're able to use their algorithm to go through it and monitor elements within the video that sort of throws red flags in the air, if you will. The, it's the live broadcast. That is the issue. As you mentioned, we're regulated in, in, in normal context uh, by regulators that basically say you have to follow and abide by these rules. You're accountable for it. We're not in that position. We're not in that position when it comes to dealing with that in regards to the online streaming system. And Google, I, I believe, and Facebook have yet to come up with that technology that is going to allow that, that preemptive red flag. Now, to be honest, 17 minutes is a long time. I think, Jeff, really the issue was that this was being broadcasted, and there's a lot of situations where, um, and this is really the authorities to get into it and regulating bodies to say, and we've seen this in the Senate in the U.S. as well as Canada, what could we do to make them more accountable? Facebook is claiming we've got our resources, we're working on them, we're dealing with this regularly. This is a case in point that I think will speed it up. And how they could do this uh, in a simpler form is to be able to break Facebook up, make it into a regulatory element, and be able to say that there's always going to be a time delay. Facebook Live won't be live. It will be at least three to four minutes behind. Hmm. That three to four minutes would allow an algorithm to go through the process and will allow the ability for it to uh, uh, red flag it through one of the programs or give it a situation where it would be able to uh, notify or, or say, sorry, this content is, being, uh, is, is, is damaging. Uh, and we've seen that before with other uh, preloaded videos. So that's my recommendation, but I'm not sitting on Facebook's board of directors or right. YouTube. So it is possible. I think they got a little overexcited when they launched the new, hey, go live in an instant. You can now broadcast everything in real time. I think that's a big mistake, and they can fix that with just my simple suggestion. Well, you know, that's a great suggestion and an interesting one, but there's this Kind of, I think, a growing feeling or concern that tech firms, whether it be Facebook, you mentioned uh, YouTube Live is coming, uh, Twitter as well, uh, that these tech firms, Adam, that they just 
don't see this as a priority. Do you think these social media giants, are they being proactive enough when it comes to uh, catching and uh, removing this content? I think with actions that took place in New Zealand, it's going to put them in a hot seat to either, I believe they would be taking it down. I believe there's going to be a lot of accountability put back on Facebook as more or less they were the medium broadcasting this. Um, and the only thing I can say to listeners is that when someone's broadcasting or sharing this information, remember the one thing about social media, it's popularity is only based on those that are subscribed or they're sharing. So if something's happening to that effect, it is very easy for users to flag it easily. They can notify and they, and they can trigger it. Here's the caveat. It doesn't tell. Someone's not sitting on Facebook looking for red flags popping up. <laughs> They're getting so many of them at, at any given time. But the real thing is listeners shouldn't be sharing it. In fact, you shouldn't watch it. If anything, don't comment on it. And, and that's really where things amplify. You get a terrorist situation where that's what they want. They want shock value. Yeah, and sure. And, and not only that, and I really want to underscore this point because I think it's really important because uh, regrettably there have been some online cheering the attackers on, Others reportedly have been sharing this video after the fact, Adam, and terrorism experts, they say that this just kind of emboldens people. It makes them think that they aren't alone. And now there's others out there that might share these kind of sinister thoughts, and this could inspire copycat attacks. I think it would do that. Now, here's the thing I have to I have to say the the all of the horrible things that we've seen what just took place with the Facebook on that component. The this is where the regulatory point would come in, Jeff, is that if I was, again, if I was in Congress and I was able to say, this is now allowing us the opportunities to come into Facebook, we're passing a, uh, we're going to pass a bill and a right to have access to the data and the contents that are within the servers of Facebook. And if everyone, you know, what they don't get, and no matter how many times we try to say it on, on Amzix 40, on all media, whatever you do on social media is not private. And so, if you're doing Facebook and you're sharing it, commenting, uh, screaming yay from the sky, you are very capable of being tracked down by the authorities. Very simple. And anyone that's able to do that, if they're within the continent or otherwise, again, Facebook is not a private IP address. It logs every access, every person that's in it. And unless you say, yes, I don't want my privacy settings to be shown by others, it doesn't mean Facebook doesn't have access. I wouldn't be surprised if authorities were able to get in there. They're able to get access to this. And if the police and the, uh, I would say the international Interpol wants to take action even on a higher level, they would probably uh, uh, subpoena the Facebook to get access to everyone who made comment, shared, or supported this cause, and they could take action against them. All right, just finally, uh, Adam, do you think that this that this is a tipping point that we're going to see some action, whether it be from Facebook and these other social media giants? Uh, we're going to see action, some proactive action on their behalf, or governments intervene with some sort of regulation? Is this really again the tipping point? Uh, I believe we will. However, I think it will probably be delayed only because if this was in the United States and we saw this somewhere in Florida where there was a shooting live broadcast in a terrorist environment, this would amplify very quickly within Congress much quicker, not to discredit New Zealand in any way. I think what they're going to do is get a lot of pushback. We'll see how that goes as far as how social media fights back and pushes to the politicians. Uh, my take on it is that Facebook's going to probably uh, apologize, make a statement to say we, we appreciate and we 
share our concerns. We wish the families all, and we, we, you know, we want to do better, and we are encouraging and developing our programming to do better with that. But I don't think we're going to see this by Monday, uh, live streaming going offline, and I don't foresee that being altered anytime in the very near future. So I would say that it's pretty much going to be business as usual. Expect to see the streaming and be very cautious to see what happens. And I'm for, I certainly hope this doesn't happen again anywhere in the world. All right. Tech expert Adam Oldfield with us this afternoon. Adam, I appreciate the perspective and the time. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, Jeff.